0: Tequila! It makes me
1: happy! We're not drinking tequila, but this is Whining, uh, with me, Josh Divney, and my friend Sean Cooper. Um, ex-friend, <laughs> You've been booted.
2: What, just because of my little tequila song to get started?
1: And just to keep you on your toes, generally.
2: And, you're wrong, um, I am drinking tequila.
1: We are, it's a little bit different. But... Straight
2: from the bottle...
1: Well, okay, right. So we should probably explain. It's a spring break. It's a spring break <laughs> special, where sp- sprung spring has sprung spring and been broken. Spring has
2: sprung so in... much
1: so that it has broke. Um, we don't really know much about spring break. We just know it's going on in America now, probably on the arse end of it. To be honest, we have kind of missed the boat. But hey, we didn't even do Saint Patrick's Day, and this is a wine and beer podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, more explanations will be coming. But this is Whining, the Wine versus Beer Podcast. So we should explain what's happening today. It is not like a usual episode, in case you've not heard this before. This is a wine versus beer podcast. My name is Josh, I like a beer and I bring a beer to the table.
2: My name is Sean and I'm a wine fan and I bring a wine to the table.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely he does. Um, But today, no. It is a spring break special.
2: Spring has sprung in bonny old London.
1: It has, um, which isn't a normal spring break place, to be honest, and we're, we're not in school or college or anything like that. But basically, we just know something's going on that kind of uh, drinking is a... Uh, what?
2: Basically, the echoed calls of spring break have reached us all the way here in Leafy Greenwich. That is true. And we've true. decided to hear that call by mixing up a couple of cocktails.
1: Yeah, essentially what we're going to be doing is instead of presenting beers and wines, we're going to be presenting spring break cocktails to each other. Um, and I'm going to be doing, and I have made, a beer spring break cocktail, and Sean has made a wine spring break cocktail. I have indeed. Um, So we're going to be drinking them. Sean, tell us about your cocktail.
2: Um, So I've made a variation on a margarita, and I've substituted the triple sec or Cointreau um, with a botrytis semion from Australia
1: Which is a sweet wine It is a style of sweet wine Apparently, yes. I, I got told that earlier And I am drinking a Blue Moon, which is a wheat beer uh, cocktail Which is, um, you're looking at some vodka You're looking at some triple sec You're looking at some orange juice topped up with Blue Moon wheat beer
2: And don't forget the very important and garnish a I, I garnished it, a it with bean. a runner bean Yes <laughs>
1: Which will add flavour. So we're going to be well, doing... What were you
2: meant to... You meant to is, it like a, is it like a celery stick in a Bloody Mary when are meant to kind of stir it stir and then, it and then nibble it, becomes, it? When it comes a bit too hot, you refresh your palate with a little nice nibble of green a- bean. Absolutely,
1: I'm glad you picked up on that. So yeah, these are the cocktails we'll be using to fight today uh, on our Spring Break theme. And we will be doing themes further throughout the podcast as we go on. Um, just on things that maybe where. I don't want to. I worry that we're too involved in alcohol in this podcast, but it's the whole premise. Uh, but it will be things where you know a cheeky pint might be uh, the the sort of a social part of an occasion or an event. Brilliant. Yeah, that's fair, isn't it? That's... I, I
2: think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. the whole premise is the, of the podcast is that we um, it's a battle royale, but our, our chosen Smart. weapons are booze yeah sean's had a day off so he's got a bit more
1: energy um yeah okay and uh, well, what have you been up to today sean
2: um i've had an interesting day uh all this week i haven't seen you all this week yeah no it's been uh it's been a busy old week at work um today i've had a very nice lazy day i just lounged around on the sofa in my pants watching power rangers right okay yeah the power Rangers 1993 movie is on uh is on Now TV So I watched that this afternoon
1: Not sponsored by them But if they want to Please do get in touch
2: I'd, I'd, I'd love a power coin
1: Not a fan of Murdoch um, Who does own Now TV but... Oh I thought you
2: meant Now TV I thought you meant Sponsored by Power Rangers oh, I'd, I'd, be I'd... Be sponsored by Power Rangers I'd do anything
1: To be sponsored by Power Rangers I'd pay them to be Sponsored by Power Rangers <laughs> Is that how it works? Can we just say We are sponsored by Power Rangers? I'd,
2: I'd love to Send us soups Welcome please. to Whining
1: We are sponsored by Power Rangers yeah, today. delicious uh, Great um, So I've lost my train of thought What were you saying? So yeah What have you been I up just to? just what
2: I've been up to today yeah Yeah. so um that meant that i was running a bit late in terms of preparations i've kind of forgot we were podcasting because i was lost in the very immersive world of 1994 um and i was running a bit late um and then i had a bit of an embarrassing situation before i left the house
1: right okay
2: so uh Getting all my bits together for the podcast, packing my bag, getting the glasses ready, getting the booze all together. Um, get my laptop. Open my laptop. Oh, oh, that was something I was watching earlier. Um, maybe I should close that. Um, accidentally. Why?
1: Uh, oh, okay. So we're talking about um, Honey Vision here.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah. A bit of um, adult-friendly material.
1: Okay. Well, oh, this podcast. <laughs> We didn't really set out... What did we set well, we out to make? We didn't set out
2: to be so X-rated, but... Um, it just it's not necessarily even X-rated. Like, yeah, tell the story. Go on. Yeah, so um, open up my laptop. There's a bit of uh, bit of adult material. Um, try, to, try to close it. Um, accidentally hit the Chromecast button on Google Chrome. Right. For those of you who aren't familiar with Chromecast, it allows you to send what you're watching on Chrome to the TV. Okay. Um, my flatmate was in the living room watching Netflix on the Chromecast, oh, and when you no. send something to Chromecast, over- it immediately overrides what's already on the Chromecast and just sends it straight oh, away. Oh no, that's not what you need. So, um, I... Why did you press the Chromecast I button? I did it by accident! I didn't mean to do it! I meant to close it! I hit the wrong button! Why did you hit the wrong button? I don't know. My trackpad is quite sensitive... Is
1: it now? Is that yeah. why you were watching uh, the videos?
2: It was. Yeah, I didn't. A, a bigger boy made me do it. I didn't want to do it. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I kind of very sheepishly just stayed in my room for about ten minutes when I should have been packing up to leave.
1: <laughs> I wondered why you were late. Okay, and uh, <laughs> it's because you literally broadcast adult material. <laughs>
2: Turns out it was all fine. It didn't go through. But it was. A ten- How do you know it didn't go through? because well, I don't know actually. Because I didn't see it up there. By the time I went through to the living room, nothing was on the Chromecast. Yeah,
1: because you'd have cancelled it by then. Yeah. I would say it probably did go up.
2: Probably did, yeah.
1: Were you getting looks? Uh, No. No? No. Okay. Well, good for you. Um, Good for you.
2: Yeah. It turned out all right in the end. Yeah. What about you? What have you been up to?
1: To, uh, Have you been
2: broadcasting any smuts at housemates?
1: No, only, only my uh, slightly blue stand-up material. <laughs> no, seriously, I can't do stand-up. I've <laughs> tried it before and failed. Um, and it's certainly not blue. It's mostly sad. Um, mm. But, uh, yes. you just so, notification. Yeah, that's fine. We could have talked over that and no one would have heard it, but that's fine. <laughs> um, won't go what? into... Oh, what is it? Oh. It's, it's a WhatsApp. It's just a WhatsApp. It's nothing... Who's it from? Big. It's uh, from my boss. Oh, okay. What does it say? Uh it's just a work thing doesn't matter. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um so uh this week's been largely nothingy. Although I did go and guess on another podcast. Oh, that sounds like a fun thing to da, do. Da, 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 da. That's my podcast song um, it was a fun Did thing to do. they play that as a theme when they no, introduced you? you no. You
2: sent them a pre recording of you going. Duh, 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 duh. No, there's no live. Um, so, this is. Uh, so, when you introduce me, guys, uh, you need to play this. Is, is that a flash drive? Yes, it's a flash drive. What's on it? It's my theme tune. Please play it. Frankly, I wish I
1: had the courage to do it, Sean. Um, it was. I suppose. What, what would you want? Knowing I went on to another podcast, what would you? What would be the points you want me to hit?
2: Points I would want you personally to hit. Not
1: with what I'm talking about. What? What, what wants to be achieved by me going on a podcast?
2: I want you to plug Whining. Right. Okay. That's it, pure plain and simple. So, That's all I want you to do. I did
1: mention I'm from Whining. Right. okay. That happened. Uh, although I started saying how bad our name was because it's unalphabetical. Um, And then I just started going into the bad things about the podcast and listing them and forgot to read. I've just made it really boring. I just said, oh, we talk about wine and beer. And I just made it sound really terrible. So I didn't really get that. Um, Also, would you have liked me for the few people that weren't put off by the description of the podcast? Would you have liked me to have been funny and engaging so that they think, oh, maybe I'll go listen over there?
2: Yeah, you could have um, tried really hard and changed your normal personality. Yeah, yeah. would
1: have been good. Yeah. Well, I I, I didn't. pre written out some gags. Really, really struggled. <laughs> really <laughs> struggled. It was... Uh, so, uh, we should talk about what podcast I'm on. I'm going to be on a podcast called Cinema, uh, which is uh, spelt with an S rather than a C. That's just confusing. Uh, and it's uh, Joel and John do a really good podcast where half of it is them looking through uh, and discussing the 100 worst films on imdb mm-hmm. and the rest uh, the other half is they get a guest in to contribute to make up uh a film pitch which is what i was doing i was in doing that
2: well yeah because they've only got a finite supply of 100 worst films on imdb
1: they do they're so they are running out so yeah. they're, they're they know what they're doing <laughs> They've tweaking the content uh, so yeah that's going to be coming out soon uh really struggled though I think What I've, was your
2: film pitch? Did you have a film pitch?
1: Yeah well I didn't have one planned It's like an improv game And I've been told before I can't do improv Because I just shut everything down and say no all the time <laughs> Which isn't an improv <laughs> thing You've got to say yes and See so it was, it was uh, a bit of a nightmare I'm. They might not put it out And I wouldn't blame them if they didn't Because it was terrible Wow uh, They were really good They're great at what they do Like you should go listen Cinema podcast is spot on I wasn't <laughs>
2: So spot off
1: yeah uh, but otherwise it's been a really good week I mean uh, we'll let you know if that podcast does come out and where you can grab it but do you go and subscribe to Cinema anyway oh, no, it it's, sounds it's a good... like
2: yeah I'm, I'm, I'm biting at the bit to uh, get that they, podcast inside Joel
1: me. and John are very good They're very good And you're not Unfortunately the guest there said almost nothing And when he did it was just stupid nonsense (laughs) Drinking wine and feeling fine Cause I drink that wine all the time with Sean Uh, Yeah
2: so wine this week
1: Well not a wine A a spring break cocktail Spring break Spring break yeah Hey, Hey who's that guy riding that other person And like telling him to Telling him to ride faster And he doesn't like he wants to do it. Oh, it's spring break. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Not everyone there is going to be having a good time, are they? No.
2: There's going to be someone like me who's got pressured to go and is like. uh, Just like. It's on a beach in Cancun and you're wearing a.
1: I don't think they get as far as. Anyway, this isn't the problem. This isn't the point. It's your job to try and impress me with your drink and say why it's so good.
2: Yeah, so drinks wise, we have a margarita. Mm, Of sorts. The, The. Kind of spring break king of cocktails, I would say. Mm. I imagine that's what most people are drinking in spring break, you know, margaritas. Well,
1: we thought we'd do cocktails rather than just straight uh, alcohol, like wine or beer, because it just feels more party-esque, doesn't yeah. it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm loving the vibe. So um, I've taken a... I've taken the margarita um, and substituted the sweetening agent, a, or the, uh, the triple sec, or Cointreau, with uh, a sweet wine. So in this case, I've gone for a Botrytis Semillon um, from Riverina in Australia, which is in the, um, the southeast of Australia, um, north of Melbourne. Um, so this is by um, De Bortoli, who are quite a large producer, um, quite renowned for their sweeter wines. Um, Semillon is the great variety. I like uh, that, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a it's a great variety. Quite often used in Bordeaux for their white varietals, and also for sweet wines as well. So the way that this wine is sweetened is by a process called um, botrytis cinerea, which is a rot which affects the grapes, shriveling the grapes on the vine um, so that the oh, there's less water in the grape, and therefore the water to sugar to water ratio is higher meaning that when you ferment the wine, you end up with a sweeter wine. That's a simplified um, process.
1: And even that sounded confusing. So there we are. Imagine an unsimplified well, it's,
2: one. Well, it's the, the grapes rot. Yeah. They shrivel. Yeah. Because they shriveled, there's less water. There's more sugar. It's raisin wine. Exactly. It's yeah.
1: raisin wine, people. Um, so but it's
2: quite... It's pretty, it's pretty good to get out a smell.
1: Mm. So right now we're just smelling the, the sweet wine rather than the whole cocktail. So this is what's used in the cocktail. Yeah, it's all right. It
2: smells like marmalade and uh, marzipan. Yeah. yeah. Passion fruit, and yeah. lime and pineapple and guava.
1: Yeah, if you like. It's quite
2: intense. So what happens when you when you, when you shrivel a grape and you make a sweet, sweeter wine? You intensify the flavours. So it's a process of intensifying the, the sugar and intensifying the flavours as well. So that's why sweet wines are so intense and rich in terms of flavour and you wouldn't want to drink a huge amount of them. But when you do, you have a nice little sip and it's delicious at the end of a meal with something sweet.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. I don't actually like sweet wine. Um, this cocktail's all right though. Very, yeah. very sharp, it's but an- also very sweet. They're not like balancing each other out. They're just turning up the volume knobs on both ends.
2: Yeah. I don't think I nailed the ratios. No,
1: nope, that's fair to say. But it's, yeah. it's not a bad thing. It's quite nice. Um, any, any further
2: things to add, Shawnee? Um, no I think that's it it's called Hermits Hill. Um, that's the Betrayal, wine t- not the cocktail. <laughs> yeah. Um but tried to semi on 2011 I picked this up in Marks and Spencers.
1: Will they be able to get a recipe of this wine on our Instagram?
2: Uh yeah let's do that. Yeah. Off the cocktail not off the wine. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah sure. Drinking
1: wine and feeling fine cuz I drink that wine all the time with Sean. So I've got a question for you. Can happen on this podcast. Fire
2: away, Josh. I'm ready and waiting. Lay it on me.
1: Mm, I don't
2: Give know. me that question. Why I'm waiting. Do I'm ready.
1: You speak like a
2: motivational speaker. Because that's what I am, Josh. I'm just here to motivate you. Right you know. I know you're going through a tough time right now. I'm just here for you. I'm alright. <laughs> it's alright, you can you can confide in me.
1: I've got, me. got to move house, but I'm largely okay. Um so girlfriends. Yes. Got, My, got, got got to love them. Uh all partners full stop. You you don't have to love me though. You can just like them. You know. Mm. But I we, anyway that's <laughs> this isn't important. <laughs> what is important is they they may not be finite. That's something we get into a relationship knowing and whilst it's uh the, the finity of it means that we may be at a loss when it ends. It also gives us an out.
2: Yeah. So,
1: relationships can and do come to an end. Assuming yours did, Sean, and I'm, I'm not wishing this on you at all, would you prefer that your girlfriend's next partner was A, a very, very successful TV sommelier, or B? Uh, like an absolute not a loser um because that would be me <laughs> and i don't want i don't want to date a girlfriend i got a girlfriend anyway um but like just someone who's less successful than you career-wise uh doesn't have the same motivation doesn't have the same good looks is just lesser than like the fine specimen that you are and believe me that's almost everyone in the world
2: Oh, thanks, mate. I was
1: joking largely. Uh so what are you My
2: ego didn't hear that.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, that's fine. Egos have different ears.
2: So what what do you want here? Um lesser than me, definitely. I'm a petty, petty man.
1: But and I've been having this argument with a few people. What if it's lesser than you, what mm. that means is that I suppose it's not necessarily lesser than you, but your your girlfriend has left you. For someone who has those qualities. Which in a way makes you worse. Whereas if like. If my girlfriend left me for like. A a famous actor or someone. I'm like. Well she dumped me. But at least it was for. Ryan Reynolds or something you know. Because it's someone better. And I I can't compete with Ryan. So I kind of feel better about it. Whereas if she left me for a sad sack. I'd be like does that mean I'm a bigger sad sack.
2: No, I don't think it does. I think it almost does. You're not a sad sack. No, Josh. I'm not I'm not
1: t- these are examples.
2: <laughs> don't get yourself down, mate. But
1: do go and visit my site joshisntasadsack.com. <laughs> and it's draw smiles cho- on it's my pictures, chock
2: full of content.
1: Yeah. Um what what are you and you're sticking with your answer?
2: Um I don't know. I I I just want to if uh, if my lovely girlfriend did leave me, I just wanted to be with a partner who made her happy, Josh.
1: That's a really sweet thing to say. But I don't think that's how you behave because I've I've seen you after a breakup actually it was quite bitter. Um, but uh, maybe maybe that is how maybe you've grown and become a better person. Um, I certainly hope it is. I'm undecided yet. Uh,
2: I've just des- I've just uh, decided that in this podcast we're not doing a very good job of setting Sean as a package, are we? No, absolutely we're no. not. Because
1: well, this and it's mostly on you that it does it. So yeah, um, but fine, okay. Just wondering. Kind of no conclusion on that one. No, my, 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 my conclusion is what, conclusion. What, what,
2: what, whatever, whatever makes her happy. If what makes her happy is a, is some, is, is a famous or what makes her happy is an absolute scumbag, then... Oh, not a scumbag. Then whatever make, I'm, I'm going on extremes here. Right, okay. I'm um, Just, yeah, whatever makes her happy. What a lovely answer. Yeah, I'm a lovely man. Mm-hmm.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts?
1: I really, really want you in my mouth, from then on there, oh, we'll head on further south. Am I talking about the blood of a love rival? Oh no, oh, it's wine, drinking it's fine. So Sean, it is time for the bitter sour time when I want to give you uh, a feeling that makes you want nothing more than the drink I have brought to the table which is usually a beer. Today it is a beer cocktail made with Blue Moon Wheat Beer.
2: I have no idea what kind of mood you're going to have to put me in to make me crave this. No, it is, it's, it's a bit rubbish, to be a, honest. It's an odd concoction, to say the least. It's, I mean, it's vodka,
1: the... orange juice, triple sec, and wheat beer.
2: It's the fact that the green bean keeps poking me in the eye when if I go for a sip is the...
1: It's a nice-looking garnish, and we'll put it up on uh, the rid of it. whining <laughs> the, the, Instagram. The green
2: bean has been 86
1: If you want to see the green bean, it's at whining Pod on Instagram. You don't have to. That's fine. It's just a green bean. Just on a, a glass. green bean on a glass. That's all it really is. <laughs> and it's hard to say it. it's more than that because it's not. Um, but basically, I don't know enough about alcohol to sort of sell it to Sean in like a sexy, svelte way. So what I had to do is just make him feel bad, so that he would just want to drink to relieve himself. So. <laughs> Uh, normally, I do this by telling some sort of obscure story about Victorian jobs, but there really aren't that many more Victorian jobs for you to be. Right. So, I have a different plan for today.
2: Oh, can, is it another trip down memory lane?
1: It's not another trip down memory lane. Mm. I'm going to test you on your wine knowledge in a quick fire and, I quote, impossible wine quiz. Okay, fine. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Da, 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 da. Oh, hang on. This is still on. Uh, Question four from when I checked it last. Let me see if I can undo this. Stay with me. Stay with me. Well (laughs) played. Still on question four. (laughs) 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 Keep singing that. Out of how many questions? ( hobo) Why are you doing this? Hang on. I think I can get around it. One more time. I think I can get it this time. Da, 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 yes, we're ready to go. It's the Pinot Grigio quiz, Sean. Question number one, we're starting the quiz. What is another name for Pinot Grigio when picked later? Uh, Pinot Gris. Absolutely, uh, that is correct. And 90% of people got that right. Number two today, which of these regions are well known for some of Italy's best expressions of Pinot Grigio? If you need the options, I can give you the term.
2: yeah yeah give me the options
1: alright so Suave Veneto Plain Roera and Collio Veneto Veneto he's going for Veneto and it is incorrect it's actually Collio so that is one right and one wrong what colour are Pinot Grigio grapes multicoloured from blue to pink white red or black
2: give me the options again I wasn't listening
1: multicoloured well it's a quiz Sean (laughs) multicoloured from blue to pink white red or black uh white they're not i don't think i think they're multi colored yeah multi colored from blue to pink <laughs> uh, okay not doing very well no I, I oh you're gonna be needing a beer soon son okay uh <laughs> that's two wrong one right <laughs> number four today uh rich soft late harvest pinot gris can be a great food match with vegetable lasagna well done steak Thai green curry or duck à l'orange? Thai green curry. Thai green curry. He's absolutely right. That is too right, too wrong. And for the tiebreaker, are you ready, Sean? Because mm-hmm. we are looking a bit like a wine loser today. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of these sparkling wines does not use Pinot Gris? Franciacorta. Franciacorta?
2: Franciacorta.
1: Cremant Alsace.
2: Mm.
1: Cremant de Bourgogne. And Marlborough Sparkling.
2: Doesn't use do, Pinogre. Do. Do, do. uh, Where well
1: you can use. Franciacorta, Cremont d'Alsace, Cremont de Bourgeon, Marlborough Sparkling. Do,
2: do. French
1: quarter. He's locked in French Quarter?
2: Yeah. French Quarter is. Uh, and he's absolutely right! Yeah. That is three out of five, Sean. Sh- Bianco. shake my hand.
1: Well done. You're walking away with the beer. Please take a sip.
2: That's a very misleading... That last question is very... very Because uh, Marlborough Sparkling is no... is no set um, appellation, as far as I'm aware, around sparkling wines in well, Marlborough. Well, this is
1: from decanter.com. Mm. So, what are you going to do? Um, Sean, thank you very much. How did that beer taste?
2: Um, it tasted uh, orangey. It's disgusting, isn't it? Uh, bad. bad. I wouldn't say it's disgusting. It's just... It's just like orange It's like orange squash. Yeah. But gets you hammered. So I don't know whether that's a good thing or not.
1: Bad. Largely bad.
2: And it's wine news time, guys. Yeah,
1: I thought it might be.
2: Your favourite time of the week, Josh.
1: It gives me time to reflect.
2: Yeah, it it really does. On the wine news of the week, what's going on in the wine world? What's happening? What people are drinking? What grapes you really are in vogue? Are the
1: fizzing centre, the fizzing prostate of the wine world. I have my not I have my
2: finger on that on that Pinot Grigio pulse. You do don't. I, I you really struggle. I do. Right question. Oh, not get, we've gone into these questions on, the on, on, off off air, but um, right so um, Cuba. Famous for rum and cigars, is using condoms to make wine. What do you think of that?
1: Well, largely negative, isn't it? What's the full story?
2: Um, Basically, there's... um, um a chap in Cuba who's who's using condoms to ferment his own wine. At
1: oh home. well, he can't be representative of the whole country. <laughs> you don't give the headline as Cuba is now making uh, wine with condoms.
2: Orestes or, or Estevez. You can't. Yeah, but that's just a man, Sean. He's just a man in Cuba. Yeah, and he's using it's condoms like, to make wine.
1: If that's how the news worked, the headline today in on BBC News would be. Great Britain Chromecast Pornography To TV <laughs> In flatmate's room It doesn't It doesn't work like that It
2: wasn't flatmate's room It was a lounge but oh, there we go Well, oh, there we are um, What do you make Of using a condom To make wine
1: Oh just There's so many other things You could use
2: I don't yeah Why would you use a condom It's just bizarre Right um, Second story Josh mm. um, We have uh, Where is it If you can't I've find
1: it We can it. move on We can
2: skip if No we- the taste of wine isn't all in your head, but your brain sure helps. I don't know what you mean. Um, so, according to according to science, um, listening to music, hitting a baseball, and solving a complex mathematical problem all involve using less grey matter than drinking a glass of wine.
1: What's grey matter?
2: Uh, uh, your, your brain. Right. So, drinking wine is more cerebrally intensive than uh, mathematics. Yeah. Yeah, is it though? Apparently, according to Yale neuroscientist Gordon Shepard, the flavour of wine engages more of our brain than any other human behaviour. Apparently, the simple act of sipping Merlot involves a complex interplay of air and liquid controlled by coordinated movements of the tongue, jaw, diaphragm and throat inside the mouth molecules in cold. wine stimulate thousands of taste and odor receptors sending a flavor signal to the brain that triggers massive cognitive computation involve pattern recognition memory value judgment emotion and of course pleasure what's this guy called Gordon Gordon, Gordon Shepherd Shepherd are we doing a one of our patented I d- research I research just, breaks no it's fine we can do
1: it live i just want to check that he's actually not working for like um J.P. Sinead or something because it sounds mad Professor of Neuroscience he's definitely there although he does look like he likes a glass of Merlot um <laughs> okay
2: uh right yeah third story um Ed Sheeran um everyone's favourite ginger aside from me um literally has... no one's
1: heard of you and to be honest ev- everyone listening to this podcast we're like mm, didn't know Sean's ginger
2: <laughs> um he's bought an Italian villa with a vineyard
1: that makes more sense as to wine news with the vineyard bit um, yeah I suppose you, don't they all do don't they
2: yeah uh, no no he was uh, quoted directly by the sun um, by saying that the villa's adjoining vineyard was what convinced him to buy it so maybe we'll see uh, Ed and wine
1: maybe or Ed and raisins because you can make raisins with grapes as well
2: you can yeah, yeah. What would you rather have Ed Sheeran wine or Ed Sheeran raisins? I see Ed
1: Sheeran's face more on a box of raisins. On the, was it sun It wasn't sunkissed but yeah.
2: What are it called? um made. Yeah, it? sunmade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was it. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's bought a vineyard. Would you drink Ed Sheeran's wine? Yeah. Why not? Really? Yeah. Okay, fine. And that's. Well, uh... i was gonna say
1: no. No, I refuse to drink Ed Sheeran's wine because <laughs> it's absolute horse. Trash.
2: It might be really bad. It might be good. He might oh. have. I imagine he's got lots of cash. So the, he's probably got lots of money to throw at the winery and hire good people to make his wine. So it's probably all right.
1: That's probably true. The music's ran out, but I know that we have. Uh, we have a. We have a. Uh, a a wine special, special investigative piece, don't we? So yeah. I'll start it again. Mm. Sorry about the extra length on this. We
2: don't need the. We don't need the music for this. It's fine. Okay. Um, there's an office in Soho, London. Oh, oh gosh. Oh. Oh yeah, brilliant broadcasting, Josh. No, that's not me. Um it's an office in uh well it's being built in Soho in, in uh in West London. Uh, that is to install press for champagne buttons on desks.
1: Soho is in London's fashionable West End.
2: I just said it was in the West of London.
1: West of London's different, that's like Shepherd's Bush. It's the fashionable West End. Oh okay, fine.
2: Um what, what, what do you reckon for that? It's inspired by the... Uh, there's a famous restaurant in Soho called Bob Bob Ricard, um, that has a press for champagne button. And Can you imagine the amount of people that press it and then when the waiter arrives with a bottle of champagne just like... Oh no! I don't. Sorry, I pressed it oh, by accident. By accident. Uh, I oh, no, I don't want the champagne. I'm yeah, sorry. and I, I'd
1: absolutely be one of them because I can't afford champagne. What? What is
2: this? The... I would hit it as soon as I sit down. <laughs> champagne, yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then we'll see if you're cheering when the bill comes. I'd um, be so
2: drunk on champagne. I've told you before that champagne drunk is the best kind of drunk. I absolutely agree. So I would. Well, not, I'll take would, prosecco
1: drunk because that's all I know really. Champagne
2: drunk. It's all about champagne drunk, mate. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't matter. Wouldn't I? Probably wouldn't be able to see the bill. We're not. We so shouldn't. Shouldn't get
1: drunk. Everyone, by the way, getting drunk's bad, and I. I rarely get drunk anyway, and only fall asleep after two ales. That's my standard Friday night now. <laughs> um, I think this is horse trash. I don't believe this story. Really, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, they haven't installed a champagne button. There probably is like an intercom down to reception that you can press, and it says, and like, uh, Maurice answers, and you're like, oh, hey, Maurice, it's like hey there, uh, is everything all right, mate? Are you all okay? It's like, yeah, thank you, Maurice. How was your uh, weekend away with uh, Mrs. Maurice? It's like, you know what, really good. Uh, she couldn't ski, but I strapped her to skis against her will and pushed her down the edge of the mountain. Absolutely hilarious. She broke three ribs. Uh, okay, um, well, could, Got some you, great could you bring up... Got some great you pics, though.
2: Got some great selfies. Really
1: good selfies. Could you bring up some champagne, mate? It's going to be that sort of deal. It's not going to be like... You press champagne Well I don't, I don't know,
2: there's a, um, this has been reported in the evening standards, future occupants of new offices in London Soho will also be able to order cocktails and caviar to accompany, uh, accompany their glass of fizz, all provided by Sticks and Sushi Restaurant, who'll be on the ground floor of the office block. Right, okay. So there's a, there's a restaurant on the ground floor and you can essentially order like room service but at your desk. But it's, That sounds great. Can you imagine? Like, Just being at work, tapping away. It's like, oh, really fancy... But it's
1: not there. It's not real, though. No, it's, it's all fake. Hit that button. It's not going
2: to be that. <laughs> it's not going to be hitting the button
1: and champagne arrives. It's going to be... Champagne. Not, <laughs> I know, Fireworks. I know they've managed to sound like, like the PR person has managed to sound... I want to work in this office, Josh. That's what they've done. I this,
2: want to work in this office. You and me are going to start a business. We're, we're, not we're, not we're going to te- we Well, we've already started a business. This what? isn't a business. <laughs> this is. So we're we're taking we're taking whining worldwide. No. Whining worldwide. And we're getting a, an office on uh, 40 Beak Street. You've been and we're gonna, absolutely gonna press the bu- We're going to press the button for champagne whenever we feel like it. You've been PR tricked. We're f- first thing when I get in the morning, champagne, just before I go home. It won't work
1: because the restaurant won't be open. And all that's going to be is a phone line to the restaurant downstairs. Champagne. You could literally do it with your mobile phone. Champagne. It's probably more button like to do
2: it with Deliveroo. Champagne. That must be hurting your finger by now. <laughs> champagne. Oh
1: God. Uh, okay. Yeah. Whatever.
2: Where is my champagne? Why is it not here?
1: Well, because you, you. Oh. oh champagne, Heavens. Josh. That's wine news. So we reached the end of our first ever uh, special. Spring break um, special. It was a spring break special where we made spring break cocktails using beer and wine.
2: Although we did say we'd do one more thing during this spring break special, didn't we? What was that? That was uh, Podcast Topless.
1: Oh, you, yes. Yeah, okay. Well, let's... We forgot to do that. Fine.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: That's
1: what it's going to take to make you happy, mate. I'm happy to go there. <laughs> I have been running all recently. Of, all of
2: all of you listening, Josh has taken off his top, and um, I'm presented with two well perfectly formed nipples. Yeah, go easy.
1: Um, fine. Uh, here we are presenting one of us <laughs> presenting top topless, on, no, the other not. The other <laughs> chugging a beer cocktail and looking at me. With a, with a certain leer anyway we've got to go basically as we reach the end of this podcast we try and decide which drink was best this is done on voting Sean what was your favourite drink
2: um it was the margarita
1: the margarita was the best I agree well done you've won <laughs> cheers mate this, this is uh we're, it's the first special we've done trying it out um maybe we'll do it again for another event maybe not we'll see we'll see uh, thank you for listening by the way
2: Yeah, don't touch that
1: dial.